What's up, milkers? Welcome back to another fantastic episode. What's up? The beer this week is a flightless one. It's called Penguin Faces Due South. And it's brought to us by the hardworking people of the Corporate Ladder Brewing Company of Palmetto, Florida. This is an imperial stout aged on hazelnuts, coffee, vanilla beans, and marshmallow. It has an ABV of 12% and a Comcast rating of 4.5 out of 5. As always, we support drinking responsibly, and if you want to see all the brews that I'm reviewing, you can follow me on Untapped at CraftGuru58. Welcome to the show, everyone. Let's get into it with our good buddy, Jeff LaFave. How you doing, folks? A.K.A. Squeeze Your Bum, A.K.A. Bum Squeezy. Some might know me as the B-Tone Moose. Let's get into the show. So you had a blueberry vanilla Berliner, yes. and then what was the other one that you just came out with? Gingerbread style. Yes, that was it. Oh, yeah, can't wait. That it, I have not had that yet, but all of the stouts they've released so far—the nitro, the coconut, the Mexican, yes. the dunkel—fucking amazing. Yes, I'm really yeah. a fan. Good. Yeah, it's really good. good. I was I was pleasantly pleased when I went to see you on the first day. You guys were officially open. I was very, very pleased with everything that I had. Yeah. And as far as I as far as far I know, Alex has been the most customer <laughs> out of all of us that's <laughs> yes. been there. Because he, yeah. he went there with me, and then he He's went there, like, every day. Week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know, because uh, I, think, I think you got a good thing going, because especially, like, the setup, it's huge. Like, you wouldn't think it's that big. But mm. once you get in there, like, you have an upfront seating, and then you also have, like, all the tables down low, uh, like, on the ramp. So if mm. somebody wanted to have a party or something, it'd be perfect for yeah. it. And I think you guys also have like a an, uh, like an optional room yeah, or something. We've got too. an event room. It's just tucked away so privately even with the door open, it's like you still have that separate sort of vibe if you Yeah. Want. It's like the uh, when you go to a Golden Corral and you had a private party and they shut the doors so that you could have like an actual private oh party. God, and you're yes. like, what's going on back there? <laughs> so everybody can, everybody can stuff their face in peace. It's like the party room at an old school Pizza Hut. It's yeah. like, that's literally yes. what it is. That's exactly yeah. what it feels like. Man, mm-hmm. I've not been to Golden Corral in forever. That's neither here nor there. Will it kill me? It, I, I'd say it will, because last time I ate it, I felt like shit. <laughs> but everybody's like, oh, man, yeah. Gold Corral. Yeah, like, oh, I to go into Gold Corral. Like, as soon as I moved here, I had to go to the Golden Corral in our hometown. And because the one in our hometown has been nationally ranked for almost our entire lives. Yeah. Nationally ranked Golden Corral. At, yeah. When we were growing up, it was number one for a very long time, and then it was number two. Nationally ranked. And, um, Whose job is this? <laughs> it was, it, <laughs> was, it, it was the, um, so the reason why it was so highly ranked is they had the same manager at that Golden Corral in our hometown for like 25 years. The LeBron James of Golden Corral. Seriously. Just consistent yeah. greatness. Kinda, yeah. But he ran it like a, t- he ran it like a tight ship and he, uh, was very nice, very polite. And then in the past, probably 
six or seven years, he finally retired because he's like, I've been doing this for a long time. It's time for me to retire. I'm an old man. Yeah. And a new GM was hired and immediately it just went down the shitter. Like for some reason, mm. the food tasted different. It, t- it tasted cheaper. It didn't Less taste frozen. Right. <laughs> and, and believe it or not, when the old general manager was, um, was there and running everything everything was made fresh nothing was kept out too long like it was it it was literally like running a ship and ryan and i uh when we were uh lived together for a while you know we were working we wanted something cheap we figured out that if you go later in the morning you pay for breakfast which is the cheapest buffet and it, you stay for half an hour and then they switch it over to lunch oh and that's you, devious you get breakfast and lunch so that's devious but that's the thing we get to see them switch it out and they have to do it within like three minutes or something yeah. like that wow. he said so that gym, that GM set a timer and they have two to three minutes the entire staff comes out of the kitchen besides probably the dishwashers and they would switch that entire bar over in just a couple minutes. And he would time them. And he's like, come on, let's go, let's go. Everybody would come out of that back room and switch the entire buffet mm-hmm. from breakfast to lunch. They had everything ready. Went from bacon to bourbon street chicken real quick. And even even the guys cooking the steak, because the Golden Corral uh, in our hometown had the actual like steak grill. They were cooking steak 10 minutes before, so they knew at 11 o'clock they were ready to go. That's serious stuff. And they and they even said, like, give us two minutes and we'll have everything switched over. So people will just go back to the table, wait two minutes, and when they come back, everything is completely fresh. And that was the thing. As soon as, like, <clears throat> at, like, you know, 10.50 or whatever, they are like, oh, you guys want rolls? They just come out. So at, within yes, 10 minutes, yeah. Please. This is like they would just come out. They would have them ready at ten fifty, and mm-hmm. within ten minutes, they would just have them ready to go. Yeah. But we figured that out that we could get breakfast and lunch for the same price, which back then I think was nine dollars for breakfast, and now it's like no, I think it's thirteen. Thirteen, but now it's like now dinner is like very expensive actually it's I'm, almost twenty dollars i want to play prices right i 22.95 doesn't sound bad no not at all i mean now we got to figure this out for but, sake but it was just it was kind of it was kind of like uh, polarizing in a way to have them so like well organized that they were ready to go and it had it all switched out but the general manager was always very nice and and that place was always ran very well, very organized, and the yep. servers were always great. And then just you know, when the new GM took over and the old one left, it just it just immediately didn't taste right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't taste as fresh. It felt like it was left out too long. And surprisingly or not, surprisingly enough, the freshest thing at the Golden Corral was the meatloaf. They actually made the meatloaf from that's scratch. That's one of the main things that they do make from scratch. Yeah, that's really? one of the main things that they made from scratch was the meatloaf, and the meatloaf was fucking spot on. Well, see, time. I would assume of all the things that they made there, that might be the one that's most full of like preservative nope. and yeah. string and no, sawdust. No, it was absolutely delicious every time because that was one of the that was one of the things that they always made fresh every day. And that was the thing during like high school in two days, like two or three times out of the two weeks we had two days, we would go to Golden Corral. There would be like five or six yeah. hours from the football team, sweaty and gross, and we'd just go to Golden Corral and stay there for like three hours. Because we could afford oh it. God. We were high yeah. school kids. We could afford it. And and it was it was very cool. And even sometimes the old, the old general manager, if they didn't have somebody – 
slice the prime rib, he enjoyed slicing the prime ribs. Oh my god! You would have the GM slicing a prime rib for you and putting it on your plate. It was yeah. crazy. That's like being cast as the lead in Peter Pan. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you get to slice the prime rib. Yeah. Hooray! I'm the star. <laughs> yeah, I'm never gonna grow up. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. I'm gonna stay young forever. Uh, speaking of an adult dinner, I just learned a Golden Corral is sixteen ninety nine. Mm. 16.99. Yeah. Monday through Saturday. I don't know what they do See, on Sunday. See, when we were in high school, I believe it was like 12.99. Yeah. Inflation, yeah. of course. But the breakfast was like $9. Mm-hmm. So Ryan and I would literally eat breakfast for a 20 and then they switch it over to lunch 30 minutes later by the time we finished our first plate and we're yeah. eating breakfast. Best of both worlds. Um, you got coffee and then you get the burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was insane. And we were the first, I think we were probably that Golden Corral was the first one in the country to get the the coveted chocolate fountain. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah we were like the first one. I, I haven't even eaten one, but I know there's just all sorts of like sprinkles and shit just caked at the yeah. bottom. Oh, well, yeah, it's it's worse, it's, and the, the second that, yeah, in the, the summertime, there's definitely some bugs in the bottom yeah. of that thing that are getting oh. circulated. And the, like the second I saw some little kids stuck their hand in there, I was just like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, this little kid, we were just getting dessert and this little kid just Ryan was actually going to go to the chocolate fountain and like coat like a rice krispie treat in chocolate, like like one would and shit. Yes. And then he just watches this kid just take his whole fucking hand and just stick it in the chocolate fountain and lick it off his fingers. And then he goes back to do it like double dip, do it again, and his mom grabs him and yeah. takes him back to his table with a chocolate covered hand. No, thank yeah. you. <laughs> that, that's like the that's like the visual image in the dictionary of parenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is exactly what you have to deal with as a parent. Yeah, yeah. and they then we would we would always play the grabby claw game on the way out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh always. yeah. Always, we would always do that. That and they changed their their secret. Uh, they had this. They had this really good like cinnamon butter. That was made fresh, like it was mixed by by margarine. People. Now it's fucking margarine based, and it comes in like a cup. It's yeah, it's gross. Yeah. So gross. As soon as they changed it, I was like, "This was literally like the one key thing that you think about is the Golden Crow rolls." And you say send them down, and they bring you containers of like whipped cinnamon butter, and now it tastes like old chew. Yeah, mm. it tastes like it tastes like oily cinnamon. Yeah. I once pissed off a guy at Ponderosa, similar concept, yes. uh, that worked there because I was a little kid. But I was a little kid. I just like wanted to go get my fill, and I thought you were supposed to use the same spoon, but I didn't really get the logistics, so I just went and give me that mac and cheese, use the same spoon, uh, give me the, the mashed potatoes, same spoon, give me ice cream, and it's just like, you are <laughs> fucking causing a huge you're mess. Fucking everything <laughs> up. Yeah. Now we have to scoop half of this away. <laughs> yeah, I could go in. Ponderosa, we in college we had one. <laughs> we did. We had one in town in college, and everybody called it Pondagrosa. And I, was, <laughs> and, and I just thought that was funny. And then we went for the I first time. We went there all the time, though. Yeah, we went there all the time because we didn't think it was gross. It was actually not bad. No, it wasn't bad. And then uh, you know the concept of like, uh, unlike Golden Corral, like they if you want to order a steak meal, they'll cook you a steak meal, but you can also have the buffet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, like kind of a cool concept. And then for a while in our hometown, we also had a Shoney's. Oh, Shoney's breakfast buffet yeah, was undefeated. Yeah, old school like regional chain Shoney's, and we had one the best cinnamon toast sticks. Like it, I don't know why they were just insane. That's all I would eat when we would go there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a kid. You want the sugar. Yeah, and then we were driving to Florida, and there happened to be a Shoney's by our hotel, and we were with our dad, and we went there, and it just wasn't the same. It was the best thing about Shoney's. Shoney's served alcohol. 
So you could go into a Shoney's and get drunk and then, you know. Yeah, they had a eat. bar. I'm just imagining a, a buffet of alcohols where someone's delicately selecting the right Modelo bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Is this the Smirnoff shooter I wanted? Yeah, yeah I'll and take I, both. And I feel like it, <laughs> and I feel like if Holiday World, like in Indiana, like Santa Claus, Indiana, sold alcohol, it would like sales would go fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah you just had a bar, like at the Turkey Leg Restaurant. Oh. oh yeah, I know exactly the restaurant you're talking yeah. about. I, it's like it's an actual restaurant. I forget what it's called. Like Turkey Leg Restaurant. B. It's like it starts with a B. Like something like that. Where they sell turkey. It's a buffet. It's like turkey legs. Yeah, corn. Oh, every yeah. everything's mashed or mashed potatoes. Yeah, mashed potatoes. It's all Thanksgiving stuff there. Yeah. You can get like a big Chipotle famous bowl or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. But it's an actual like restaurant name, but I can't remember. It's like a buffet, and they always sell turkey legs. I can't remember yeah. what it's called. And then this also reminds me of thinking of like buffets and fast food chains. Is uh, also in our hometown for the longest time. Our KFC was old school, and it still had a buffet that you could order. Mm-hmm. You could pay the buffet price and eat eat KFC buffet. Or you could just order whatever off the menu. But our KFC, for a very long time, I don't know if they have it anymore, but into the mid to late 2000s, still had a buffet in our KFC, and it was still set up old school, not new. Yeah. It was insane. They updated the outside, but the inside was still like everything was pastels and yeah. speckled and fake plants. And that's that's the dream. Yeah. Heat lamps and crusty... Uh, crusty sauces that have been spilled onto the floor. Yes. That's what I want for my dining yeah. establishment. Exactly. Exactly. Now everything's tile because it's easy to clean. No, you want you want to walk in old gravy. <laughs> Do you think Golden Corral will ever up brand to be nice and sleek like Chipotle or something? Look like a Whole Foods <coughs> in there? They have re- they've redone the logo and they've kind of updated the inside a little bit. At least the, the last time I went to our... Ours for our, in our hometown. The last time they updated it, like they updated the logo, and they updated the inside a little bit, but everything still kind of looks the same. Like mm. I feel like updating the entire inside of something like an establishment that big would be like a massive overhaul. I know they up. I know they updated the countertops at the buffet and like redid the glass and everything like that around yeah. it. But uh, ours is still literally like everything's made out of wood. Everything's old school, black black tables, yeah. Yeah. Black, black padded chairs. Have okay. you heard about Steak and Shake? I can't. I, I don't even know how many people are all so pissed off about Steak and Shake because they turned into McDonald's. They don't use ceramic plates anymore. So it's like they don't have servers anymore. So it's like McDonald's, you just go up to a fucking robot and order your shit and then pick it up whenever it's ready or sit down and they'll bring it to you or whatever like that. But they don't, they don't have waiters and waitresses anymore. Mm. So it's just like you order at a menu and it's like McDonald's. You just pick it up. Yeah. I will say though, in, in college I had a buddy that worked at Steak and Shake and I was like, hey, is that real? He goes, no man, it's real. Like we make the burgers into, into little balls uh, every morning. The morning shift does it and they roll them into little balls. And then when I get there, he's, he was a, one of the grill guys. He's like, no, we just take however many patties go on a burger every single time, and it's made to order. And he's like, we just smash them on the griddle. He's like, they're literally come, uh, the beef literally comes like in a in a giant container, and you just make balls fresh that morning, and then the person comes and just throws them on the grill. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean that was their whole saying, like when in sight, it must be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like being able to watch the people cook the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that I feel like there's any more accountability that will keep someone from spitting into my food. 
I really don't care. I'm going to eat it anyway. But mm-hmm. it is nice to kind of, in a way, be part of that process. There's yeah. also something about, like, the the smash burger and the shoestring fries, and you just finish it off with a shake. Yeah, it's classic. And yeah. I think that's where Freddy's is coming in. Like, Freddy's milk steak burger. Steak burgers. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing as steak and shake, but they still have people that come and take your order and shit like that. Yeah. So. Remember Huddle House, though? Oh God! In the hotel, Huddle House. <laughs> Huddle House is the country bumpkin white waffle house. Yes. My, there was a Huddle House on the east side of Indy. My father used to go to around 2007. Mm-hmm. He'd go at like four in the morning because of his welding job, and he was yeah. the only person there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would go in college. We had one in that town, and we would go at fucked up, obviously fucked up. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we were not com- on the way to weld. Do you remember that time though? Because we were going we were, to Huddle House. We were completely smashed. We were going to Huddle House though. And uh, he was driving, which I should have been driving. Yeah. But he was driving, and a train we do was... not condone drunk driving, by the way. Yes, but it's this not was not a good practice. We can't no. get arrested for this because this is the past ten years. Um, anyway, <laughs> so he was driving, and I should have been driving. But he was driving, and a train, and Vincennes, the trains still run all the time. Yeah, and it goes straight through the middle of town, so you could be on one side of the street, train coming through, and you're fucked. So, uh, the Polar Express just cock-blocked us on the yeah, way to the Huddle House. It did. There's like, when we were in college, there was like 40-something trains a day that would go through yeah. that tiny town. Damn. But yeah. uh, it was like, I a don't lot know. of them were brand new cars. Yeah. But it was like 2 in the morning, and we're driving, and we come across the train. We're like, fuck. Well, we need to back up and go around. And there was a guy working on like the box right there that the arms move or something. I don't know what the fuck he was doing there. He was he was with the railway and I think there's a, the electrical box for the actual the, the train blinker and and the the bell and stuff like that and he was working on that electrical box. There must have been some kind of issue because it was like 3 a.m. Yeah. And yeah. he was working on that box. It was probably some kind of emergency. But we pulled up to this train and we're like, we're sitting there for like five minutes. We're like, ah, oh, we're going to go around. So Cody backs up and then kind of tries to swing around, but there's like an auto body shop there and they had like a delivery service and it was just a rock wall that kind of cascaded down. And Cody didn't see it and dropped off of that wall. Oh, shit. And bottomed out on this wall. Great <laughs> job. All we hear is... <clears throat> And we, I was like, fuck it, let me out. So I get out, and he's just one tire hanging down on this fucking rock wall. He's like, I'm going to put it in four-wheel drive. So he finally, I finally puts it in four-wheel drive and kind of turns the wheel and finally like gets out of there. And we're like looking at the truck and all this shit. And I was like, fuck it, it's fine. And so we go ahead and we go to that old house. But yeah. And then years later, I went to, I had friends that mm. stayed. I, I remember had, you broke it. Yeah. You I broke bro- that, I you broke, broke that rock part. wall. I broke, awesome. I broke part of the And we went back wall. and it was still broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They never fixed it. Uh, <coughs> we left the block just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. And he goes, the guy working, the train guy working, he's like, you guys are out? I'm like, yeah, we're good. I think we're just stuck. I didn't see this wall here. <laughs> but it was, he was like, he was a whole tire off of the ground. Jesus. Yeah. In a big truck. Yeah. In a big truck. And there was like four of us pa- packed in. There's like four of these people packed to the back. There's like five of us going there. Yeah. And we're like running five deep. Yeah. So it was insane. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was it was kind of funny. Good well, memories. Glad y'all are okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're fine. We didn't get we had Huddle House after that. Yeah, we're that's good. good. We didn't yeah. get in trouble. Breakfast of champions. Cool. <laughs> nothing says nothing says nothing says nothing says drunk food like uh like grits <laughs> and an omelet. <laughs> grits and omelet and and the funny thing about the, the Huddle House it was like conjoined next to like a seedy hotel yeah oh my god perfect it was a very like you can really like if you walked through the other end of the huddle house it was the hotel lounge yeah 
So it was very like a drug hotel kind of vibe. Oh yeah, and it's right off the highway. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hotel lobby was inside, but the rest of it's just outside and you gotta go to your room. So like a motel. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like, oh you wanna go to the lounge? Take a take a stroll through the yeah, huddle house. Grab your winter coat. <laughs> <laughs> take a stroll through the huddle house and you know, take a right. <laughs> but I remember a guy in college, they would meet at that hotel and like he would have sex with his girlfriend at that hotel and I'm like <laughs> Yeah, you, like, like, you go to the Huddle House there? I'm like, yeah, no, we yeah. thought about it. There's a Holiday Inn downtown. Yeah. Showing up at the Huddle House with sex hair yeah. and smelling like coochie <laughs> <laughs> for trying not to act like you just fucked. Yeah. There was literally a Holiday Inn. Extra, extra. There was literally a Holiday Inn Express right down the road, like mm-hmm. downtown, off the highway. Yeah. All they had to do was drive down the highway a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> we're gonna know we're going to stand there. We're just going to live in this, you know motel for a day and then right next to the ice cream shop where all the high school girls were. God. That's what it was. It was motel, cross the street, ice cream shop, and then right next to that was Big Red. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a actualized society at play. And then like the cultural like student thing, there was this which no longer exists, by the way. The last time I went, I was craving one because I hadn't had it in years and I don't drink soda um, like at all. But just for shits and giggles, uh, uh, that town has a brewery now, so I like to go there and down there and just check Which out. Which is pretty. It's pretty nice. Yeah, just I just like to drive down there because it's an hour and a half drive. It's not terrible, so I just like to go down there and have some food and have some of their beer every once in a while. And last time I was there, I was like, man, I really want to try this soda. It was a place. It was called Zip and Sip, and it was just a town family owned little chain there was like three little just drive ups it was just a, it was just a little drive up building there was three of them yeah. located all around town and they would take different sodas and they had a whole menu of flavorings you could have any soda tea whatever and they would put these flavorings in there to make some mm-hmm. like weird, like wacky yeah. combination. Marshmallow like, sweet tea, extra marshmallow. Marshmallow sweet tea. Or chicken like, salad caramel. Like, yeah. I'm sure you could have one. And, yeah. And they just serve like ballpark food, like hot dogs and nachos, like yeah. just at like a concession stand. Okay. For like snacks. And you just pull up and you'd order whatever and you'd get the big 40 ounce like styrofoam cup full of like marshmallow sweet tea or. I did watermelon, big red, and it was just like the craziest combination. That, that one building was probably about as big as this room. It wasn't very big. No, it wasn't big at all, and it was like a very cultural, like small town thing. Because yeah. it was a uni- it was a, a university, uh, like a uh, what do you call it, uh, a junior college university inside of this tiny little farm town, and they have all these amenities from the junior college that's there. But then once all the students are gone, it's just a tiny little farm town. That Which still is has crazy, though, because, like, Vincennes had a B-dubs, and it was always fucking packed. Yeah. They, they had a B-dubs there, and in, like, a strip mall kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, it's still there. Yeah. So, and then now, the last time I went, they were actually completely closed, and they don't exist anymore. And I was really sad. Are they not like, there? This was, like, no, 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 the Zip and Sip. Oh, the Zip and But, like, Zip and Sip doesn't exist anymore, and I was extremely sad, because I was like, this was, like... A cultural thing where everybody just load up and we go get a soda mixed with whatever yeah. flavoring combination. We just like go back to our dorm and drink our soda and play Xbox or like go yeah. to a park and yeah. watch uh, some squirrels fuck in a tree. It's I'm, the intentional act of having something to look forward to. You're going to be thinking all day, what flavors do I want? Exactly. Because I can only like really pick one or two tonight. Because yeah. it was just about like, like me and Cody and like everybody else is just like... A country bumpkin or like something like that. I'm like, hey, you want to go sip a sip and get a marshmallow sweet tea? We all just load up and like, let me get six marshmallow sweet teas. Yeah. And it was just like, we just load up and go get a sip and sip. Yeah, and super fun. Home. 
It was super fun. Yeah, it made me really sad that the, the, they were closed. And I was like, man, I really just wanted a marshmallow sweet tea one more time. Mm-hmm. And I graduated in 2015, so it's been a long time. It's been eight years. So it's like, I haven't had this in eight years, and I'm never going to get to have it again. Yeah. Super sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can still taste it on my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's all the reason it is to support local. You know, yep. Buffalo Wild Wings will always have all their sauces all over the world. Yeah. There will never be another zip and set. Nope. Exactly. Sad, sad. We need to, re- we need to reopen it. Need to reopen it. Good. We, we would probably do okay. You would probably do okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With the amount of soda drinkers, soda drinkers in this world, you would probably do okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then we could just, like, sneak shots of vodka in every other one. Perfect. Good. Yeah. You want it strong or not strong? <laughs> strong. <please>. I'm 12. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, kid. It's the luck of the draw. Yeah. <laughs> smeared off for, you smeared know, off for Tito's. You know what we could do, though? We could just sell uh, bottles of Underberg and God. fucking get away with it. Yeah. Because oh, it is, which I adore that under artwork has an Underberg. It's so good. It is. And I was like, well, you don't need a alcohol license. And I was like, yeah, because it's just like a, 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 a an herbal there. bitter. It yeah. is It is technically, it is technically 44 proof. 41. <laughs> 41 yeah. proof. Yeah, 41 percent. It, it's like Dr. McKill- McGillicuddy's old cough syrup remedy from yeah. God knows when. But it's just counted as a herbal bitter. <laughs> yeah. You're basically taking shots of vanilla extract. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. They've basically taken Jaeger and uh, dehydrated it down into a tiny bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's insane. That checks out, actually. Yeah, yeah seriously. And I was like, I, I, when I explain Underberg to people, they're just like, what's the taste size? Like, you know Jaeger? And they're like, yeah. I was like, take a whole bottle of it and then shrink it down to a shot. Yeah. Is that like is that like a Bloomington special or something like that? Or because I've Underbergs always, are everywhere. I've only yeah. seen Underberg in Bloomington. Well, there's a few bars that really take pride in them. Notably, I'd say the Blockhouse and uh, Heartwork at this point. Okay. Yeah. I really well, think... I know I know the Sinkhole also has. Underberg. That's right, the Sinkhole as well. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the Sinkhole actually has gotten like notable credit for selling so many Underbergs that they got a little like underberg old school car with a wagon behind oh. it and you get so many after you collect the caps after yes. people drink them. we collect the caps at the blockhouse i've been collecting them for more than a year as part of working there uh i was told on very very day one to be sure not to add any to the giant bin unless you know how many have been added mm-hmm. and i it's like one of those like sam's club cheese poof Tubs just <laughs> stuffed to the neck with all these cups. <laughs> you have to like write it down with like a tally on Here, it. Here's the story is that apparently in that first week I started, someone, and it wasn't me, <laughs> added a handful or two in there without counting. And so now we got to go back and find a day to count them. Uh, but it's been a year. So we're just probably never going <laughs> to do that. We started a separate bowl. I, I fist you not. Where it's just I like, we, you we, 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 we will count the caps and then we'll just kind of start over with this one. And so now we have a second bowl that we just haven't even bothered to count yet. Uh-huh. An additional one that we still have to count. It's a whole mess. I want to take that bowl and put it back in, but then we're back to square one here. But yeah. I'm, collecting, yeah. I'm not coming in on my day off to count 18,000 bottle right. caps. And the caps are literally tic-tac size. Yes. yes. So just imagine collecting, just for people that don't know about Underbergs, just imagine like dumping out an entire like pile of Tic Tacs and counting every single one. Yeah. Like half the size of a candy corn. It's not like even the head corn, of a Lego figurine. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And just picture counting all of those. 
Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that's, that's the definition of insanity. You got to go set it down and start rolling a little bit. It's like, no, come back. <laughs> come back. <laughs> I'm back here. No, went under the table. Bye. Count it. I fist you not. It. I swear. <laughs> it's the best thing I've heard today. That is. I fist you not. I fist you not. Do you, do you appreciate that I gave you the artwork coaster? I do appreciate it. It's very kind of you. Yeah. Thank you. I was like, I'm going to save this for Jeff. Hey, I'm glad you're stealing coasters and not. I was gonna say glasses. I stole one too. Oh yeah, I guess I did steal that. That's, no, no, the coasters are fine. Coasters are cheap, but like, there's a problem with like brand new place in town and beautiful glassware where everyone's like, "What if I stole it? <laughs> what if I stole an eight-inch tall alchemist glass?" <laughs> Honey, how big is your purse? They'll never know. It only has the name of where I stole it from. It is only sold in that shape. I was going to say, Cody's got, a, Cody's got a couple suspicious glasses that he might not have paid I for. don't know. I, I, so the only thing I actually steal is coasters now. I don't steal glassware. The coasters are fine. We Odds are after two or three uses, they get all smushy. Yeah. You got to throw them out. I have had, so some of these coasters, I have like a stack of coasters in this pile. Some of these coasters are actually... Um, older than this podcast. This podcast will be five years old yeah. in April. And this, That's a lot of cum. This specific, <laughs> That's a lot of cum. This specific sure. one. I fished you not. So this specific one is from the uh, Columbus Craft Beer Fest. And this is in 2019. Mm. That was held in 2019. Uh, and we were doing this podcast at that time. But this specific coaster is from that. What's Hot Burst? Hot Burst, that's uh, Hot Burst. This is from, uh, this is the Apocalypse IPA. It's a West Coast IPA. This is from 10 Barrel Brewing in Crazy. So that's where I got this one from. I was going to say, we got the... uh... But some of these are specifically from that first ever. That was, so Columbus, Indiana Craft Beer Fest is Ryan and I's first craft beer fest we ever went to back in 2019. That was, that was fun. And it's also the last one they ever had, as far as I know. We got fucked up, because that was our first one, and we showed up. We're like, oh yeah, we'll be fine. We don't, we don't need food or anything. And we got about uh, ten stalls in after taking shots. I was like, man, shots of beer can really fuck didn't you we, up. They didn't add we, up. Didn't we get back and went to a birthday party? <laughs> if you have to remember. ask, then were you really there? I don't remember. We went somewhere. We met our mom somewhere. I think we met our mom at the boat club in our hometown. And they were having like a birthday party afterwards. I don't remember because we went there and we we, we went somewhere afterwards. Like I remember dancing. Everybody like <laughs> it started like they were like, all right, go, and everybody went to bumfuck Egypt all the way at the end, and we're like, oh, we're just gonna start here. So we started That's seriously. Yeah. Seriously, everybody went to the very end because I I don't know if they knew there was something over there. They would, I think they did. I, I think, just think they started. I on think that. their mentality was to go to the end and then started. The I mean, that way you don't have to backtrack yeah. when you're trying to yeah. leave. But everybody went to everybody. The end. So we were just like, we're just gonna start here. We started yeah. the very first one, and then by the time we were almost done, everybody started finally meeting us. Yeah, and that's when we figured out the pretzel necklace thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're not allowed to bring yeah. outside food unless you're wearing it. And I mean, some of these people's were like intense. Some of some dudes like, got like a bullet vest made no, out of sausage. I mean, this he, had, this, he had, had little pretzels, he had big pretzels, and he had slim jims. He had whole slim jims. Yeah. So and and but I remember that one guy's broke, and it all fell on the ground, and he was like, "Oh man!" He's like, and Cody's like, "I ain't, I ain't scared," and he just walked over there in the mud and picked it up and <laughs> fucking ate it. Good. Starving. But anyway, yeah, we got about ten stations in, like ten spots in. Where it's like, oh man, I'm fucked up. Because when that happens, though, when you like, if you've never been to a craft beer fest, or if you have, 
When you go to one that's not occupied and you don't have to wait in line, you can sit there and take your time and mm-hmm. literally try everything this place has to offer because there's nobody waiting mm-hmm. in line and you don't feel like a dick. Yeah. So those first like five or six, nobody was in line and nobody was waiting. It, they are just waiting to give you their product for free. That's yeah. why they have exactly. woken up early. They are ecstatic to say, yeah. yes, please try our Kolsch. Yeah. So, we want you to have this. So by that time, we were literally trying like four to five that everybody each booth had mm-hmm. and everybody's like going the opposite way and I was like we're gonna try everything these people have because yeah. why the fuck not it's our first one you plan on coming back just to get the red ale yeah. and yeah. that's the thing we had Do to walk we had to walk like half a mile to get there so we had to park walk half a mile we're sitting there in line and then we <laughs> did, did you drive home later oh yeah we did for sure we <laughs> ate that's we, the moral today's story but that's what I mean like we ate we before got, we left we got about ten Good. stations in and then we're like oh man we are fucked up and then they were, I was like, let's go see what these, because they had food vendor tents there. I was like, let's go see what this lady has. And they're like, what do you have? And she's like, I have, what, buffalo chicken mac and cheese? No, oh pulled pork, pulled pork mac and cheese. So she was just like, it was a catering. It. it was just a small yeah. catering business. So she just put mac and cheese and then pulled pork on top of it. And it was like, how much? And she's like, five bucks each. And I was like, nice. So, <laughs> that is a price. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. She go, yeah. She's like, pull pork mac and cheese. I was like, give me two. Yeah. <laughs> so, Make it strong. And yeah. then we went back and then we went back later. We yeah. went back later and got another one because they were yeah. $5 and it was like a whole bowl mm-hmm. of like mac and cheese with pulled pork on top. And I was like, fucking give me two. Yeah. And then we go back later and we're like, we want one more. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, later That's that, compliments yeah. to the chef. And yeah, then after, really good. after we ate, we kept going and then we ended up getting food somewhere. I can't remember where we went, but we sat down at this table with this other couple. And then uh, it was funny because she was like, oh, oh God, I remember She was this. like, oh, God, do you, do you care if we pray? And I was like, no, I don't care. And then her, her <laughs> husband was like, her husband was like, no, 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 no. We don't have to do that with these strangers. And it was like, oh, you know, it's like, it's okay. They're going to do it. So we prayed with these people and then we ate. And her husband like, literally just gives her the side eye like, yeah. not in public. This Jesus guy again. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they were a super nice couple. They were like, oh, we're getting ready to eat. Do you care? If we, just like, do you want to pray with us? And I was like, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and her husband's just like, oh, Jesus. And her husband's just like, no, no. And they're like, no, it's okay. We can do it. And they were super nice. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about beer. And I was like, I was, I talked You started getting into your mead fucking shit. Oh, yeah. I, that's when I started making mead. And so we were talking about making mead. And uh, she gave me her phone number. She's like, well, if you ever make some, just call me. And I was like, I, 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 we have never seen them again. We have not. <laughs> never I remember seen what them they look like. <laughs> no, not at all. But I remember praying before, at a picnic table yeah. in the middle of all these drunk people. Yeah. Hey, there you go. I didn't yeah. remember that. And you know what's the saying? A bar in every church and a church in every bar. Yeah. Yeah. So needless to say, Columbus Craft Beer Fest in 2019 was a religious experience. It was. Oh, I see what you did. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd never really been to a proper beer fest, but I did go to the former Sahara Mart's uh, Wine and Beer Fest they held in their parking lot. Oh, That's really? super cool. It was $5. <laughs> and it was under a big, like, uh, you know, wedding bar mitzvah tent. Mm-hmm. And they just had, like, their employees pouring samples of every single thing they sold. And the pours were irresponsible. <laughs> and the quality was way too nice for me to be enjoying at age, like, you 24. You could have also, like, you could have just walked home at that point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, and Sahara Mart's no longer there, 
But they were Is known. It not? I, the, no, it, it, for story else. correction, this was the one on the east side. Now okay. it is a World Foods, the one okay, you're thinking okay, of. Okay. So it's a World Foods now, and expired food from every continent. I was going <laughs> to say the one downtown, because I know the one downtown, uh, right by Big Red, like right across from Big Red. Yeah, that's where a guy I used to work with. Uh, he was from Nigeria. That's where he would go to get his snails, because Nigeria is like they love snails or something like that. They just, also, his favorite food was it was uh, sardines. It and, was and so you toast your bread, butter, grape jelly, grape and then so sa- far, and then sardines. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> you lost me at sardines. It's, it's salty and sweet, yeah. fatty. It's like but a county Monte Cristo, yeah. but shittier. But he, <laughs> yeah. It is minus the powdered sugar. But he would he would go there to get his snails, and he brought in snails and rice one time, and that was the most spiciest shit I've ever had in my entire. So you tried you tried snail? Yeah, it's or like it uh, I heard I heard it tastes like snot and bubble gum, earthy and rubbery. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. No, that's that's really cool. Like, because Sahara Mart was always known for having like very nice wine and like a giant craft beer selection. Yeah. And, like, bulk coffee from, like, different places. And that was basically all I used it for, is wine, coffee, beer. And they had an interesting soda selection. Okay. You know, a lot of Jones soda flavors or Jones artisan soda. hop waters or yeah. even, like, you know, really weird branded, like, snot booger cola, you know, yeah. and it's just green. <laughs> we knew a guy that was on Jones soda. Yeah, we went to high school with a guy who was a skateboarder, and they went semi, him and his brother, his twin brother, went semi-pro. And uh, one of them was featured on a label of Jones soda. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember the early days you could submit your own photos and a lot of people chose really artistic like Polaroids. Well, we know a guy yeah. or we know a girl who used to work at Cook or she still works at Cook and uh, she, um, they had a pet feature of Joan Soda and she put in her cat and her cat got featured on Joan Soda. That's cool. Yeah. And I, I, I went to college with a guy who was a major stoner. And he, uh, he's, he's the, didn't def- we all, he's the definition. <laughs> I think uh, I never they got Jones soda. Oh, I never, <laughs> I never, and he was, he was, so he was handicapped. He, mm, so yes. I never, so he had, uh, he had MS, multiple sclerosis mm. and, and he wrestled, which is crazy. Just one's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so he, going to hell. He, uh, he, fuck he, yes, uh, you are. <laughs> he, uh, uh so, uh, so oh, he, he essentially, uh, so he was like, he wrestled in high school and then started getting MS, uh, later in high school. And by the time he was in college, he could still walk a little bit, but not much. And this is our freshman year of college, fresh out of high school. When we meet him. He was the definition of smoking yourself stupid. Yes. Um, he was definitely intelligent in certain aspects. He, uh, his, his, his light on life was just unbeknownst to anybody else. Like he was just happy to be here, and which was phenomenal. He was just happy to be there, and it was phenomenal. Uh, he would, we would, we took him to Walmart. He said, "I had to get groceries. Can you guys take me to Walmart?" So he had a motorized scooter that was funded by his uh, government funding, and he just got a brand new scooter. Three wheels, mind you. Yeah, three wheels, and he just got a brand new motorized scooter, and. He was like, uh, he was like, uh, you can't pull up to, because we were like, can we just pull through campus to your dorm? And he's like, no, they won't let you do that. We tried it. So he went, we went to my truck, we let him in the truck, and then me and another guy picked it up and put it in the back of my truck so we could take it to Walmart, get groceries. 
We're walking. He's he's rolling in his scooter through Walmart. We're just following him because we're just like grabbing stuff we need. And he's like, oh, I need this, this, and this. I'm like, okay. And we're getting to the soda section. And he sees the Jones soda across the aisle. And he scooters across the aisle Almost hits a lady in her cart. <laughs> He's he, and almost hits a lady in her cart, and he just goes Jones Soda Man and just <laughs> and just wheels across. Almost runs over a lady. We're like, we're so sorry. Wheels over to him. He's like, man, I gotta get like three cases of this, dude. And we're like, all right. So we grab him, like a couple of cases of it, and he wheels across. Mind you, he's fucking high off his rocker. Yeah, and. We get to the checkout, we take him back, and this was when Taco Bell brought back out their chicken flatbreads. Yeah, I for a that limited, time. For but a the one time. in Vincennes was Taco Bell KFC, so you could get both. Yeah, and the good chicken, yes. probably. Yes, it was dope. So that's when they brought it back. So he's like, let's stop by Taco Bell, man. And I was like, what do you want to go? Six chicken flatbreads. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's guy's meal plan. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And Jones Oven flatbread. And, he yeah. was, and he's not a big guy, he's fucking tiny. He's super tiny. So we take him back and then we like drop off his groceries and he had like a living nurse for him and everything too. He goes, Oh, that's just Gary. Yeah, whatever. And we're just hanging out with him and we leave and we go to hang out with some other people. And then another circumstance with him was we were all just hanging out, sitting on, we, we call it the brick, the, the bricks. And cause the entire campus, um, it's the first college in Indiana, the entire campus, the sidewalk is made out of brick. Yeah. And so we're just hanging out, sitting at a table. He's stoned. He sees us. It's the middle of the day. Right? Yeah, There's the, like 10 of us just hanging squirrel, out talking. The squirrel. He sees a squirrel minding his own fucking business walking through the grass because they're, I mean, squirrels, they didn't run away. They just stood there and looked at Oh, yeah, they're socialized by people. Yeah. Like, they're not scared of squirrel's you. Squirrel's just hanging out. And he goes, oh, shit, man, look, a squirrel. And he's fucking stoned. And we're all just hanging out. We're like, where are you going? And takes off on his scooter, almost runs people over that are walking on the sidewalk. It's the middle of the day. Almost runs people over. He's chasing the squirrel through campus as it's running away from him. <laughs> and he's going around in circles chasing the squirrel, going through the grass, dodging people, about to run him over. And he got a real joy to vive with this man. Yes. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and nothing can stop him. And then, and then the climax is he... The squirrel runs into a... There's a bush on the side yeah, of the building. He, he runs, runs into a bush. He runs into the bush to hide from this guy on of this machine. Of course! On and this he's just machine. fucking... Uh, plows from, from this cyborg predator. He <laughs> plows... He, he takes off after the squirrel. Squirrel runs into the bush. The kid literally drives through the grass and hammers into the bush and hits the wall. Yeah. Oh my god. And hits he, the wall head first yeah. and then he backs up and the squirrel runs off. He still thinks it's in there, backs up and hammers into the fucking <laughs> side of the building again. Yeah. In the scooter, into the bush. Yeah. At what point is y'all is his friend step up and like try to help? Oh, we just let him go. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> we let him go. He was having fun. Okay. Were you the dude him? has no legs. Let him have some fun. Were you That's with fair. him that one time that he fell into the river? No, I wasn't there. But I do remember. I do remember. I said something to him. I I was being a smartass to him one time, and uh, like he, it was a three wheeled scooter. So once you get one wheel off and the other wheel off, you just kind of fucking yeah. flip over. And he flipped it and crashed it so many times. But I said something smartass to him, and of course he's fucked up as usual. And he uh, he turns to look at me and he goes. Fuck you, but he's so fucked up, you don't get, like, the full bird. Yeah. You get, like, a half a bird. So it's like, fuck you, man. And he drives off the the edge of the, the sidewalk, 
with that one wheel and it hits the other wheel and it just goes boom and right into a fucking fence. Oh my god. And I'm half the people are sitting there laughing and the other half are trying to pick him back up off They're the like, fucking oh my ground. god, don't laugh at him. I'm like He's my friend. <laughs> I can, I can laugh at him. He's yeah. also like uh like a really big he was like during that time he was a really big metalhead, so he was very just like, fuck you, I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah, I'm a chaos man. Yeah. But I guess they went because our college was right on the banks of the Wabash River. It's what connected uh, Indiana to Illinois across yeah. the river. And they were like going to go smoke weed at this park. And they decided to go around this brick wall that separates the river. And there's just like this ledge of grass. Basically, the, the it's bank basically, of the river. Yeah, it's basically a levee. Yeah, basically, yeah. it's a levee. And they're just riding along the bank of the river. And the water's right here. And it was like muddy and it was getting uh, dark and they were like, well, let's turn around and go back. So as he's turning around in a scooter, one wheel catches the edge of the bank and dirt falls and he just falls right into the fucking mud <laughs> in his scooter and everything. And they get back. They're like, what happened? They're like, oh, he fell into the river. <laughs> Dude's rock. Yeah. No, dude, that, really? that kid was fucking hilarious. I remember dude. you let your goldfish on the river too. Oh, they probably died. fucking died. I told somebody about that. They're yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's a prank. Wasn't it like a science experiment or some crazy <coughs> shit? Yeah, it was a fake piranha. I was yeah. too broke to buy a Paku. Um, but uh, like, so I told somebody that story recently, and they're like, goldfish can't live in a river. It's too dirty. And I was like, oh, he probably floated to the surface as soon as I drove away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just immediately down yeah. and back up again. That's the thing. We the like, story, I seen him take off, and I was like, the story, as, as I told the story, I was like, there might be a twelve foot size, twelve foot cat or twelve foot goldfish. In yeah, because I remember we uh, we let your goldfish go, and then we just proceeded to like shoot fireworks at each other down there by the river. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like Hoosier Hardy boys. This yeah. is fucking wild. We, yeah. I had a potato gun, and we'd shoot potatoes across the river in Illinois. What else yeah. would you shoot from a potato gun? <laughs> Nothing. Tennis balls. Yeah. Quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah. yeah and sure. then and then it was it was completely makeshift. So. Basically, how a potato gun works, if you've never used one, is you you spray white rain hairspray into the base, and you screw it tight. Anything. And break, then you use a brake starter. Yeah, anything. and then you use a grill lighter and snap it, and it sparks and shoots a potato out. Because, you know, explosion, massive uh, a massive object in the way, shoots out. Yeah. Uh, well, it was... Physics plus pain equals comedy. Yes. yes. And, uh... Timing! <laughs> you, got, you got me on that one. <laughs> and, uh... So we were just spraying hairspray in it, and it was kind of makeshift with PVC and electrical tape. And sometimes the electrical tape would burn away, so there'd be a gap in the PVC. Oh, that's and that's every nice once and in a while, every once in a while, somebody would get burned. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> from, I mean, from the explosion yeah. in our hands, duct tape melts every once in a while. I don't know how, but somehow nobody, the PVC stayed together, and nobody got their fucking hand blown off. Yeah. You know? Done lost my arm to the tater gun. <laughs> That's why I'm here working. Everybody has that. Shit. Everybody has that. Welcome spray. to heaven. What happened to you, potato gun? Potato <laughs> gun. Yeah. Hey, we gotta have a talk with a big man about this potato gun. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 decreasing the population at an extraordinary rate. Yeah. For sure. We're gonna have to write another testament if this keeps up. <laughs> Thou shalt not potato gun. Don't. Thou shalt not use potato guns. Yeah. All right, you want to take a quick pee break? Yeah, I'll take a quick break. Right. The Fast Food Chronicles. We are back <laughs> to the Fast Food Chronicles, that's for sure. We've, been talking, about, we've been talking about a lot of shit on this episode. Uh, yeah, you can get a hold of me. We're going to have a Christmas episode, and then what have we done just besides think of like some awesome food? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what it is. that's what it is. Buffets and fucking uh, like a hometown fucking closed down like 
sweet tea shops. Yeah, drunken, <laughs> drunken escapades. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Like college times humor and. But if you think about it, it's going to come out on Christmas Day, so it will be a Christmas episode. No I, what. I'm just glad my parents are dead, so I can't disappoint them. <laughs> 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 Further, <laughs> uh, but no, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys. I do appreciate it. Yeah, um, I will be on Christmas Day. Service employee here. I'll probably just be delighted to not have to go to work. Yeah. yeah. Sleep in. We're closed on Christmas Day, too. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm taking the whole week after Christmas and after Christmas off. So. These regular day workers taking yeah. the go all the way till day after New Year's until they go back to work. Yeah. I had some PTO. Just to reset their shitty lives. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> As if I'm not doing that. I like, <laughs> The laundry on the chair has become a national monument in my room. <laughs> I, I, I need a day to do laundry. It might be that day. One day you're going to scale it and put your own little flag on top. <laughs> That's my cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's my cat. It's like, this is my chair, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm living up this close hamper right now. <laughs> yeah. Living up the close hamper, that's a that's a that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Living sure. out of the clothes hamper is a thing. It really is. I've had the same clothes in the dryer for the past like four days. <laughs> All I do is do the spin cycle to heat them up, and then I pick something out. There you go. <laughs> like, the clothes have been dried dried eight times. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're definitely there's no way they're not still wet. They're just yeah. begging for me to put out of their mercy. Please just. Donate me to Goodwill if you're not going to wear me. I can't, <laughs> I, I, I can't do the dryer again, boss. Just take me off the dryer. I can't do it. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things like I've been, I've taken two trips in the past two weeks. And uh, so I've, this is like the first actual, like they're done now. And I've actually had like solid time to do stuff around the house. So it's one of those things like I get home, I'm like, okay, dishes, vacuum, clean out the shit box for the cat. And I have to do laundry because I have no clean clothes anymore. Mm-hmm. Are we recording now? Yeah. Okay. And I have no clean clothes anymore. So, like, I have to do laundry. So, in the middle of doing all that other stuff, I'm like, okay, I have to switch to the dryer. And then by the time I get done with everything else for that day, I'm like, okay, you're just staying in the dryer for right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll put you away at another point. You're time. safe here. Yeah. Because yeah, now, like, once I got back, it was immediately back to work as a... I have to go back to work and I enjoy what I do, but also be like, I need money because I just spent it all <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on two, two separate trips over two weeks. So, and, and then once you, you know, go to work, you're getting back into the swing and things. So it's kind of like everything's thrown off. So you're just like, I just got to wake up and I got to make sure I make food for myself and go back to work the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been working like almost every day since I got back and I've been back for um, it'll be a week tomorrow, so I've been working almost every day after that. So yeah, just resetting the house. And I saw so I got it reset. Yes, uh, Monday when I was off, I was off on Monday, so I finally got everything like reset and cleaned and and everything like that. So I feel better about myself now. Good. So good, yeah. good, good. Yeah, you just gotta have that daily reset. But yeah, it's it's good. It's good. So, Jeff, everyone. Jeff, everyone. I, I remember for our special Christmas episode, yeah. a lot of Christmas shit we've been talking about. Jingle, jingle, everybody. Yeah. I remember I remember we were going to have, like, an actual, like, episode to where, like, let's interview Jeff. This is not that episode. No, we kind of have. We, we kind of have. have. I, I do appreciate that I'm no longer seen as a novelty, but I'm just kind of a mainstay where we You've can. You've never been novelty. Aww. You've never been novelty. But, but like, just, we, just antiquish. Can you imagine if you were just out? Remember that one time? You're the, you're the thing that the old lady sets on the table. Appraise this. I don't know. Old ladies do love me. <laughs> you're just going to be that one thing. It's like, remember that one time we did that? Halloween podcast two times in a row. Yeah. Rapid ass got 
knob was the banana scone was banging for the win. Woo! And so I was like, Streak. I was actually sitting at Chipotle today, uh, as I am like every day, and I was trying to think of just topics for a Christmas episode because, uh, like, you know, this is a centuries-old Germanic holiday, pagan new brew, so uh, we kind of talked it into death, but I started asking myself some deep questions that I think would really upset a lot of people about Christmas. Uh, how old is Santa Claus? Infinite. So he was just born Santa Claus, or was yeah, he all, yeah. has he always been Santa Claus? Like Jesus. Always been he Santa He came Claus. out of the womb as Santa Claus. Now, what about Mrs. Claus? Was she, like, Mrs. Claus... Princess of Wales, or like a separate, separate person. I feel like that hoe changes every twenty five years when he gets sick of her. (laughs) So it's more of like a Playboy Mansion thing at the North Pole. Mrs. Claus. Yeah, get some new twang up in there. He is the man with all the toys. For sure. (laughs) Got sexual real fast. (laughs) We didn't say what kind of toys. Yeah. No. Like Santa's just making dildos. A lot year. of gag gifts, yeah. There Everybody is. gets a dildo. <laughs> the one complaint, the, the one complaint the toy factory has is the elves keep stealing the dildos. <laughs> but I don't know why you keep yeah. stealing them. We don't have batteries in the North Where Pole. Where are they hiding? Yeah, butt plugs are in this year. We don't have batteries in the North Pole. Meanwhile, everybody's just on the make line building a fucking birdhouse, and everybody's just vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, we ran out of dildos. Everybody's just grabbing cucumbers and like silicone in them. Uh, at one of the bars I work at, uh, I found a remote to one of those vibrating like panty butt plug deals. Oh yeah, and I was I picked it up because I'm just like careful. We can't let this fall into the wrong hands. Right, and I show my coworkers, and every time they're just like. Can I tap it? Can I tap it? It's like, no, you can't. That's <laughs> in I, somebody. I feel like the range on that is like 30 feet, so it's especially like Bluetooth headphones. Like, especially so. if it's like a busy night, you're just like, it's like when you're in, a, it's like when you're coming out of the airport, you're just trying to find your car, like, yeah. like you're just, you're, you're just, you're standing behind the bar, you're just like, yeah. See who's going like. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see who jumps. God. Anyway, so I guess Christmas is what I'm getting at. Can I order sex toys from Santa? Do you think he would bring that to me if I've been a good boy? He Possibly. might. Or a bad boy. Yeah. Uh, both. Yeah. I think you have to be both. Uh, I'm well, on the naughty. Be, I'm on the naughty and the nice. I think list. you have to be on the naughty list for that one. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's a, meanwhile he just brings you gift cards for Cirillos. Yeah. Probably. There you probably. Go, He's man. like Jeffrey. Really nice. <laughs> Wait, There's wait. a naughty, the nice, and the super nice. Oh, super, super nice. nice. Yeah. Super nice list. Yeah. Uh, uh, next question. Why does Rudolph think he's fucking better than everybody? Because his nose lights up. Yeah, but the whole point of the story is that we need to treat each other equally. And then it's like, but I'm fucking cool. <laughs> but I'm fucking cool. <laughs> we just immediately forgot the lesson of Rudolph. I guess. And that's the thing. He's, his nose is just like a dim headlight. So yeah. it's like, we support... The, we sub- we we unanimously support the one reindeer that has a raging cold year round. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's correct. <laughs> that's the origin story of the Kleenex commercial. Yeah. That's why Kleenex is where Oh, you're talking about like the claymation one where Rudolph's like, I got a ready dose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and all the elves have red doses because they just have constant colds. Yeah. Kirby wants to be a dentist. Um, what are the classic Christmas commercials? Classic Christmas Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, we got the Hershey Kisses bell ringing. All I yeah. can think of is that scene from the movie Elf. Bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, gonna, hey, Mr. Norwalk. I was going to say, it's a, next week will be uh, a Christmas Horror Story week. Yeah. I watch, uh, I watch the movie Christmas Horror Story every Christmas Eve. Okay. It's a goodie. Yeah. What's it about? Um, it is... Uh, it has multiple stories. It has multiple... It? There is three separate stories being told at the same time. One's a mm-hmm. ghost story. 
It all happens on Christmas I Eve. I would say poltergeist. It, it, uh, one happen- it all happens on Christmas Eve in the movie. One story is a poltergeist. Uh, one story involving kids. One story... Krampus. Uh, is Krampus. And the other story is Santa Claus's story, and he fights the zombie elves, and then at the end of the movie, he fights um, Krampus. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And then at and oh, there's one more. Uh, the uh, um, the uh, fuck. What is it? The kid. What are they called? Oh, changeling. Yeah, changeling. The changeling. That's story. another story. So too. there's another and all these. But people, it's all encompassing. So it's like the the poltergeist story is in rap. Everybody's and like connected. a bunch of other stuff. Everybody in this whole story is connected in some way to every other story happening. I see. Everything yeah. is connected, whether they know the person or it happened to that person. In the Santaverse. Yeah. Yes. yes. Or the they're Santa-verse. related or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know it's it's very good, honestly. It's a very good, well put together B movie. Okay. It really yes. is. Okay, because yeah. I thought it was going to be like a real ironic hate watch, but if it's good, no, I'll check it's, it out. No, it's very good because it's like, um, it's like there's a poltergeist aspect to it where, you know, there's like a haunting and every Christmas Eve they go down to this it's haunted place. It's actually kind of scary in a, in a way. Like, there's another time where like there's this old German lady who still believes in Krampus and Krampus is real mm. and... Um, there's another one where it's uh, like William Shatner is a radio DJ. Yep. William okay. Shatner radio DJ. Yeah, William Shatner is a radio DJ that just gets drunk on scotch mm-hmm. while he's like advertising the Christmas radio. But station. it shows like it shows like the the good side of Christmas, and then it shows like the bad side where everybody's stressed out and becomes like yeah. kind of serial killerish. And then, oh, so, yeah, and then the ending Christmas. the ending of the movie wraps it all up with one giant fucking loophole. Yeah. It's, Amazing! It is it's an amazing good. finish. Cool, very amazing. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's called Christmas Horror Story. I think you can find it like on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Okay, video. I have the DVD and I watch it every year for Christmas Eve. It's good. While we're talking about ghosts and Christmas, mm-hmm. I always kind of thought it had a weird qualm about the ghost of Christmas past mm-hmm. or the ghosts of yeah. so the ghost of Christmas future. We're all ghosts of the future, technically. Is it just some dude? But it was also just a weird progression to me. And that's the weird thing, because, like, in A Christmas Carol, he's like, all my stuff can, like, 3,000 brothers and sisters kind of thing. So it was like, he's, like, the 3,000th, like, ghost of Christmas past. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I, I love just the progression of the ghost, where the first one is like, you used to be such a sweet boy. Mm-hmm. The second one is just kind of like, you're not a great boss. And the third one is like, I'm a robot that thinks everyone should die on this street. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas future is kind of intense. Yeah. Best, Jesus Christ. I think the best rendition of that movie is either the Jim Carrey animated one or the Muppets. I've heard the Muppets one has a lot of acclaim. The Muppets it, is pretty have good. Have you but, seen the Muppets one? Yeah, also, oh, the, the Amazon Prime one with, oh boy, I can't remember his name, where they, they spend like an hour and a half on the second ghost is a good one too. But I I watched the Muppets one last week, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to stick with Muppets, and then I watched Muppet Treasure Island. Muppet Treasure Island is ten times better than Muppet's Christmas Carol. <laughs> but there's no holiday for it. No, but it has it has fucking uh, Tim Curry in it. Yeah, there which, is. It's February. Yeah, you go to hell. But <laughs> March. Yeah, but Tim Curry's <laughs> Tim Curry's the one like pirate, which I fucking love. Tim Curry. I love the motif of a movie where the Muppets are the main cast, but one human is still just like the human. It's just there. So yeah. if you had to pick a movie to replace all the cast members with Muppets, but keep one original actor or actress. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, who's, who are you going to keep? 
Chrono. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I would have gone with uh, The Godfather with Marlon Brando yes. surrounded <laughs> by Muppets. That'd be really good. That yeah. would be really good. Luca um, Brasi sleeps with the fishes. Yeah. Harry Potter, but the one real character is Hagrid. That's perfect. Dexter, whatever the weird one with the glasses and cheesy poof hair can be yes. Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Yeah. 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 I would totally do that one. <laughs> Kermit D. Wizard here. Yeah. Can you imagine just Voldemort being just like a stuffed puppet? Yeah, it's a Sam Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> there's not even a real snake in, I know. The, in the in the in the Sorcerer's Stone. There's not even a real snake. It's just a fucking puppet. It's just a slinky. Nothing <laughs> with eyes on. Yeah, and can you imagine just Hackard riding a stuffed uh, Griffin? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this is Buckbeat. Yeah. It's just Rolf. <laughs> <laughs> Gon- I think Gonzo would be better Gonzo with wings. <laughs> yeah, he keeps crashing his broomstick into like higher buildings. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's the thing. You have to create like this comedic edge to it too. Yeah. You have to. That's like the whole point. Yeah. Any of those like, oh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones and the only real character is Daenerys Targaryen. Played by no. Miss Piggy. <laughs> Come right. on, he was with me. That could be great. What's the little guy's name? There's a lot of little in guys Game in, the in, Game, no, <laughs> no, 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 in Game of Thrones. I was gonna say Warwick Davis. No, in, Ga- in Game of Thrones. Oh, I can't remember his name. But I, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Uh, Peter, so Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is the only real character. He's the only real character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all the same size. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Muppet Treasure Island is like everything talks in that movie. The alligators talk in that movie. Yeah. The, fucking, the butterflies talk in that fucking movie. Like everything talks in the movie. I love that like Tim Curry and Michael Caine had a little bit of leisure to be like, like, this is a, you can take this serious role. You're an acclaimed actor. You can be funny. Mm-hmm. You can be funny, and they played it as serious as car crashes yeah. <laughs> each time. It's like they turned in uh, just a tour de force of acting for a Muppet movie. Yeah. Serious faces, tones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. I love that so much. That's a good idea. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's your what's your favorite thing about Christmas, Jeff? Favorite thing about Christmas? I'm a sucker for snow. I, I really yeah. like when it snows on Christmas. And I, it's one thing if there was snow on the ground before, or if it's just it's it flakes a little. I I need to have just like organically magical snow on Christmas. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a log cabin out in the woods with my family, so we were like always bought into winter snug culture. Everything was like flannel and. Had mooses and trees on all of our decor, so when it actually snowed, it's like, this is it. This is what we aim for. Right. Um, If I had to pick a real answer that can't be determined by the weather, I'd have to say that despite a lot of romantic Victorian traditions and pagan traditions that live on, you can do whatever you want with it, and it's acceptable. I have a small family now, so most Christmases, you know, would really scare a lot of people to be like, I'm just going to be alone today. But I'm completely fine with it. I love having a day where I can put on a movie, I'm going to grill a steak for no reason. You know, it's Monday afternoon, screw it, I'm going to have a steak, you know. Um, There are sometimes bar crawls afterwards for people in the service industry, and that's whatever, but it's nice to spend the day and then go out and see people you like. Mm -hmm. How about y'all? Yep. Uh, I think for me, Christmas, it's not been, it's, it's... In a way, it's been part of, like, getting together with family, but in a way, it hasn't been. I think Christmas, in a way, for me, has just been to enjoy time with 
people. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be family because, I mean, now that we're older, family doesn't get together a lot or they're arguing about something or they hate each Always. other for this stupid reason that happened six months ago and everybody's in a fight about it. I think for me, it's just enjoying people no matter what, even though, even if it's like, or just enjoying your day, enjoying your time off because you don't have to work. And it's just in having a day in the middle of winter where you can just do what you want to do if you don't have to work and just, just enjoy your day. You know, people kind of look at New Year's Eve as like the party for surviving the year, but I really think Christmas is that holiday. Christmas wouldn't work if it happened in October. Yeah. For some reason to me, it's the fact that it's one week to go to the end of the year. Yeah. Everyone's pretty much off work anyway. Just whatever you want to do with your time, do it. Yeah. Uh, after the, after few years after we lost my father, you know, the idea of like a traditional Christmas had just been T-boned. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of phoning it in or pretending no oneself would have happened. So we just had what we called an open house, where we had literally our open house to anyone who wanted to come by Christmas Eve. And I was surprised just how many people I knew who had parents or siblings that they had not lost yet. That would still come over because they felt like they were in a broken home. Right. My perception, them being, oh, they're perfect, they're happy. But it was also just kind of this weird house party holiday for a minute where you could do whatever you want. We played Halo. We played Twister. We ordered pizza and tips like 100%. We went into Dad's liquor cabinet. We, you know, went outside and had a snowball fight. We threw Mm -hmm. darts at the wall um, without a dartboard. We were just having fun, (laughs) you know? That's awesome. It was wild. But I, I kind of wish I could have the energy to do a Christmas open house or have the space. Because right now I live in a 900 square foot house. And that's yeah. two other people and not a lot of room for open houses. Right. <laughs> what about for you, Ron? I think for mine, it's just, it, for some reason, it just brings people together. Everybody gets in some kind of little chipper mood. So everybody's a little bit happier, a little bit, you know, more nicer and stuff like that. And I just like buying gifts for people. I don't like getting stuff, but I like buying stuff for people. It's kind of weird how growing up that is an attitude that's very real. Mm -hmm. I had more fun picking out my Secret Santa gift than for what I got, and that's not sour grapes about what I got. Right. But I really enjoyed just like taking a minute and thinking about what can I do for this person? Mm -hmm. What can I tell them and how can I make them Making somebody else's, you know, position better or life better, you know, making them smile or happy or whatever. While we're on this topic, I did a Secret Santa at work and I ended up picking my boss so it's kind of like uh, weird pressure mm-hmm. uh, came in after a few days of me know, or you know I knew but he didn't know and he's just like oh hey Jeff I'm going around just telling people what I want for Christmas this year just in case you're my secret Santa and I'm, I'm just like he knows doesn't he and he's just like I want one of those moon lamps that's shaped like the moon and it lights up and, uh. and I'm like cool I guess I, do you really mean that yeah I went and checked his like online Amazon wish list and that was the number one thing <laughs> and so I ordered it without missing a beat what they didn't tell you is that the side of the box says the moon represents my heart <laughs> I'm just like this. I got screwed big time yeah, <laughs> trying to come onto my boss. That's awesome. But I did love picking it out for him because, uh, like, he, I got it to him and he just opened it at work and plugged it in and started changing colors. And I'm like, cool, cool. nailed it. Nailed <laughs> this it. rules. Yeah, I think for me, like Christmas, Christmas even is, has never really been like my big holiday. My big holiday is actually just Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving because it also gets people together. Everybody just eats food until they're full, and then they eat some more, and they just you know have some beers or watch a football game and just yeah. enjoy time with each other. But 
I, I it's the same concept, but with Christmas, it's it still means something. Yeah. Um, it just uh, it's just not my particularly favorite holiday, and especially like you know what they say, like people generally people just kind of like Ryan said forget about what's going on and just enjoy your your friends and your family and mm-hmm. just for one night you can just enjoy people unless you're kind of like our family and you just like hold grudges for six months you know but, there's so much crying on christmas and i'm tired of people crying on christmas yeah i just for there's about a 10 year stretch for every christmas in my family and i don't think anyone's listening but in the event they are <laughs> there was always crying yeah and i just couldn't do it i understand being sad but there's also a lot of inherent pressure that every Christmas has to be better than the last, mm-hmm. which is extreme pressure to think about sustaining every year for the rest of your life. Yeah. Financially, socially, romantically, not possible. And I think it kind of helps me to get humbled and just realize that you can have a good Christmas of like just two buds and a six pack. Exactly. If that's what you want to do, that's what you can do. Exactly. And like for Christmas this year, for example, like... I'm not going to be able to make it to one of our family's Christmases um, because it's being held on Christmas Eve and I work that day and it would just be too late for me to get there. And I just let them know like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to make that drive and get there late and then not have to stay very long. So I'm just going to be doing Christmas Eve just here, hanging out by myself and then enjoying the next day. Yeah, that's when you get the text. Like, I just think it's funny that you don't love your family. <laughs> it's always that hostile. Yeah. Just like, I'm going to not just fight you. I'm planning to fucking destroy yeah, you. the extreme. Of and nothing disarms that faster than, meh. <laughs> it's yeah. like, you say what you want. I'm confident It's like when actions. you put in PTO at your regular day job months in advance. And you're just like... I'm putting in PTO for this day. And they're like, okay, we'll double check that. Make sure you take off. No, I'm letting you know with ample time <laughs> that I'm not going to be here three months from now. You should find somebody to cover that space. You know, I also just kind of, honesty is the best policy. If there are times where if you say like, oh, we didn't get together for a big family holiday this year. It's like, oh, I wasn't. You text every morning. Of, I'm not feeling great. Everyone knows that's a lie. Mm-hmm. You should be like, I don't feel like doing it. I wish you all the best, but I'm not doing it. Right. No, it's just that simple. You know, yeah. Not, I don't yeah. think I'm going to. I, I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Yep. There's no motive or no like backlash or anything. I'm just. Yeah. Not it's not what that. I want to do. Yeah. And, then and if also, people are upset by that, they're not the people you need to surround yourself right. with. And then also for personal reasons, over the past like four almost five years, I have purposely skipped either a family Thanksgiving or a family Christmas just for a to save face for myself and b there is nothing but constant arguing that would happen on one side of our family. And it was one of those things like, I don't want to be around that. I don't want to ruin my holiday with that. I'm just going to skip this one. On a day where it's like, oh, we're supposed to feel as happy as ever. Yeah. Peace on earth, goodwill towards men. I'm going to surround myself with a bunch of dick bags. I can't keep it together because I have to. That's that's incongruent to me. Yeah, and it it just made, and it, you know, it was one of those things like I would tell him like, oh, I'm not coming to this one. It's just like. Going into the garage to separate ourselves from everybody else and just getting drunk so we can avoid being around these people at a holiday and we would just go get our food and get our plates and eat in the garage and drink beer is not worth it to me making the drive. I would rather just be at home yeah. and eat my and own do food. do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. do the same exact thing. I was like, I'd rather not make a drive to subject myself to negativity yeah. and just get drunk in the garage so that I can avoid it and I'll just stay home today. You know, there's all... <laughs> Personally speaking, it's also really empowering to be home on Christmas Day in a college town where no one's there. Mm, I'm the only person in my neighborhood. I can just go for a walk and hear nothing and see nothing, and it kind of feels like 
this is my world. Yeah. I get a little slice to me today. Right. I serve the students. I dodge the townies. I got to make sure my car doesn't hit any deer. But today there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I can just simply be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm smoking doob on the patio. <laughs> <laughs> I can just be bum squeezy and fucking That's rip right. one. Amen. That's right. Hail Santa. Hail, Hail Santa. Hail Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so like oh this is one other thing it's like I'm not religious so it really takes the Christ out of Christmas real fucking fast <laughs> but the whole thing is just kind of a cocktail of various folklores that are way before my time mm-hmm. like, even I love the concept of a modern Krampus a disciplinarian monster that assaults children for yeah. not behaving I think that's hilarious at face value but I don't, I, stick I don't believe in it throws I, them in a bag the inventor of the cat and nine tails yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like I'm not religious I don't have a lot of folklore tied to my family I'm a mutt, like, fifth generation from Indiana. Mm. Uh, Realistically, what I do for whatever year is the tradition. Mm. I get to be the center of that. And I'm not... I feel like if I didn't go to Christmas Mass or I didn't eat a ham on Christmas Eve or have a tree, I'm like, that's fine. It's other people's shit. I don't really do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that really kept my spirits up is our mom makes one specific dish every Christmas. (laughs) And that's the only time she makes it. So that's really the only reason why I was like, you making this? And she goes, well, I thought about it. I was like, no, you have to make it. It's Christmas. (laughs) You make it one time a year. You have to make this. Listen here, wench. Breakfast (laughs) breakfast casserole? It's breakfast casserole. I made it last year. Breakfast casserole and her Heath bar cake. Yep. I I got a good buddy. uh, His best friend at one point in my life. We just don't see each other as much as we want. But like... His mom makes lasagna every Christmas, and really? it's like the best lasagna mm-hmm. I've ever... I was privileged to sit in for a night. He and his brother uh, watch the NBA on Christmas Eve, because there's like... Day, because there's like six games. Mm-hmm. So it's just Christmas, basketball, and lasagna. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's actually pretty sick. Yeah. I like the basketball lasagna route. <laughs> I, actually, I actually had a roommate at one point in time that birthdays for him didn't really represent like a lot of positivity when he was growing up. Yeah. So instead of cake... He would literally uh, uh, have make lasagna. So so he so I had a roommate and he would literally just make lasagna. So for his birthday, we made him lasagna for his birthday. That's sweet because he didn't want a cake. He he's like I never want a cake. So I just started swapping cake for lasagna. And he told us that story because his birthdays really never really represented a happy time. And birthday cakes he thought were overrated for something that he thought was just not a, a happy time for him so yeah. he swapped it for lasagna when he was a kid and so we made him a lasagna for his birthday that's terrific did you put candles in it yeah you sweetheart <laughs> that's perfect I was that's the nicest thing i've ever heard yeah it was super cool yeah it was a really fun time He's like, usually I don't make anything. I just go grab a Stouffer's family size lasagna. I mean, like, the best frozen lasagna you can have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Stouffer's lasagna is fucking, I mean, like, last time. top tier. I yeah. get those military pans from, like, Sam's Club. They're, like, 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, go you say last you, have to, you have to cook them at 500 degrees for Yeah, for, like, 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah, for an hour and a half. I was going to say, last and, time. And we... then what's my dumbass do? I, like, I immediately spoon some. I'm like, whoa, it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, last time, last time we had the family size Stouffer's lasagna. Yeah. Then two chicks ate two thirds of it, and one, one and then one of them shit on our dryer in yeah. college. <laughs> that was a thing. That was a thing. She also she also had sex on our dryer. She had sex on the dryer. Oh, that that that's there was a big old. She into like mech or like you know <laughs> anime know. or anything. But anyway, no. she ate lasagna and had sex on our dryer, and there was a big brown stain on it for a year. 
And then finally our landlord took it out there to put it in the house. <laughs> shot it to put it up. Yeah, it's he did. He, he fixed it up because it was broken. <laughs> and uh, put it in the other house. This like, horse only has three good legs. Yeah. Pow! But uh, he, uh, he fixed it up to put it in another house. I'm like, you, you, did you notice that brown stain on the dryer? And he's like, oh yeah, we just wiped that right off. I was like, well, some chick got fucked on that dryer. And oh I, that brown God. stain was probably shit. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? We're like, no, I'm pretty sure we're not. It was the first party we had that year. Mm-hmm. Our sophomore year of college was the first party we ever have. There's just like these two random girls. It's always those random, it doesn't even have to be girls. It's just that random person that's just standing in the kitchen or standing there the whole time and they just have like the same drink for like three hours. Yeah, not really joining convo, but just kind of yeah. like just yeah. staring through. And it. we're just kind of like, who invited who invited negative Nancy Ooh. over here? And they're just like, but she got I don't know. And they're like, how do we not know who invited this person that's in our house? Like, Yeah, that's, case, a, that's a horrifying feeling. They're just like, all right, lock the bedroom doors just in case they like steal something. But, and you're just like, who invited this person? I mean, she got laid and skid marked on her dryer. No. And that was the thing was like she had like it looked like a bear like fucking The meat tag man came face. to visit. Yeah. <laughs> had, uh, it turns out you do need some maintenance, man. Well, yeah. I mean if you watch those latest commercials, I mean that dry he's pretty good with those hands and doing that like mobile dryer thing. No, I mean like half her face looked, half of her face looked like it was built by claymation, so I mean, oh my God. Yeah. It wasn't her fault. No, it wasn't her fault, but no. good it for was her. her parents' fault. No, it was her parents' fault. She thought it was okay to fuck on a dryer. Should have wiped her it ass. It wasn't hers. Should have wiped her ass when she got fucked on the dryer. Yeah. Common mistake. All too common. Yeah. She maybe she wasn't planning to have sex. It was well, the first. It was the first lasagna, week of school. The lasagna was running through. It was okay. the first week of school. School hadn't even started yet. It was the weekend before school. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't planning on it. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know. Probably yeah. not. We had wet wipes for a reason. You could have offered her one. You could have offered her one. Yeah. You're playing the blame game. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, nice? Yeah, I wasn't even there. <laughs> sure. Likely story. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. The Christmas party, though, in college was always, like, a fucking big one. Because it's like, we'd have parties on Thursdays, and... It was always like everybody's leaving the next day to leave for like a month because we had like yeah. a month off of Christmas. Yeah. So, so it's it going to be always, a dramatic goodbye. It was always a fucking rager and we didn't even have a Christmas tree. No. We didn't even put lights up. It was just a Christmas party and everybody was like wearing Christmas stuff. And I was like, what's everybody wearing Christmas stuff for? <laughs> it was just it was just another Thursday. <laughs> so here's a kind of a weird thing, but it's a true statement. I'm admitting my bias. I did not meet a person who was Jewish or outwardly Jewish until I moved to college. And so I had like eight Jewish people or kids from Jewish backgrounds on my dorm floor. And so like there was a bona fide Hanukkah week or so where every night in the like rec room we got together and it was supposed to be like, you know, real resident hall level activity like spin a dreidel, win some gold and you know, you can learn about the the whole story of Hanukkah and why we light the menorah and then it just turned into like the Jewish guys grabbing the the, the mic and just be like, we're listening to Neil Diamond. The Beastie Boys, MGMT, <laughs> and we're just going to get drunk on Manischewitz. Everyone in? I'm like, yes, absolutely. So it was really fun. I'm like, Hanukkah kind of fucking rules. <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So I just felt like if we're doing a holiday episode, it's like, yeah, yeah I know Hanukkah's not the most important Jewish holiday, but like for a right. week on my dorm floor, I'm like, it's kind of fucking slaps. Yeah. You, you folks from New York and Los Angeles and Chicago really are different, but you're pretty cool. One Christmas, one Christmas party I went to was at somebody else's house and we got invited and it was not a very big place, but in, in that small town where we went to college, everybody's just like, 
fit an apartment where you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's this building with, like, four apartments, and it doesn't even look like that the people live there, but it's just, like, fitting in where you can. So we went to this house party, and there was it was completely packed, and everybody's playing beer pong. Well, the beer pong table takes up the entire living room. Right. I was like, you're using up so much space. Well, you can sleep on it. Yeah. Know, right? So... Yeah. So we got invited to this Christmas party, and it was freezing. I remember that. It was absolutely freezing. We walked there because it was only a couple blocks away. And we walk in, and uh, we were just looking around, talking to people because we knew a couple people there. And we look in the corner, and there's just this grown-ass man in the corner. And he's just, like, talking to, like, some people. We're like, who's that guy? And they go... Oh, he just kind of showed up. He said he used to go here. I'm like, when? 1995? <laughs> yeah, he was really something before electricity. <laughs> and then it turns out somebody asked him how old he was. Like, we had, it was me and, like, a couple friends and then, like, a couple girls. So there was, like, five or six of us that went there together. And one of the girls that I was with walked up and asked him. He was, like, 35 at the time. <laughs> We're like, where the fuck did he just get off of his shift at fucking JC? Yeah. Like, like what the fuck? He worked the railroad. <laughs> and he's just, like, drinking a Bud Light like everything was cool. And I'm like, who's this grown-ass man? He it looks like an old, like, southwestern prospector. He's got, he's got like, a little coonskin cap and a bunch of bands that he's rattling together. Yeah, I was like... Who is this guy? He was very distinguishable because at the time he... Uh, had like like no hair, a big beard, and he was like six foot five, and he looked like he just got out of the coal mines. Like he looked like he worked for a living. I was like, you just get off your shift at that like Pizza Hut or something. He's like, yeah, I used to go to school here, and I'm like, fucking when? What yeah. decade? Yeah, <laughs> it was insane that somebody's like, we should go. And I'm like. Yeah, we should go because he's starting to talk to our friends. Yeah, this is really fucked up. Nothing's good. Nothing. I was like, well, let's get out of here. Yeah. And then my and then one of the guys we were with that I didn't know very well, but one of my friends was friends with him, proceeded to knock all of the cups off of the beer pong table, so water went everywhere. What a turd! And then we just got kicked out, and he almost got into a fight. And I was like, we should probably just go. We should probably. (laughs) And I was like, I looked at him. I go, why'd you do that? He goes, oh, might as well. And he's just laughing. I was like, you're an idiot. And I look at my buddy, and I was like. We're never hanging out with him again. Is this yeah. the time that you got the the yard design thrown at you and got a cut on your forehead? No, that wasn't that. Nice. <laughs> one of the that was one of our friends that threw. I know one of the drunk guys, friends. one of our drunk friends that it was like he was pissed drunk and then picked up like a for sale sign out of a yard and just threw it at Cody and just like slashed his fucking forehead down the middle. I have blood coming down my head. Yeah. yeah. God damn. It wasn't like a deep gash, but it was like. It's one of the plastic cardboard-looking signs. So I had, like, checker. Oh, yeah, you get a little mesh on your forehead. Yeah. And I was like, why'd you do that? He's like, oh, no, and he's just laughing. I was like, we're going back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good good going there, Don Rickles, you yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> real, real funny. Yeah. Good funny guy here. Oh, God. For sure. All right, you want to wrap this thing yeah, up? Yeah, let's end this piece. Jeff's got wrestling tonight. I know? do. Yeah. All right, everybody. That is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Wait, wait. Before we do that. Okay. One of my favorite traditions is when uh, Christmas falls or Christmas Eve falls on the day that wrestling is aired on a major TV program, uh, I watch it. Uh, this year, Monday Night Raw falls on Christmas Eve. And I remember before we go on and tell the story in 2012, I had one of these open houses in my basement uh, where all my friends that were like, you know, 22 came over. And we're all just hanging out and watching Monday Night Raw. The episode begins with... Alberto Del Rio running over Santa Claus <laughs> and has to save the day within two hours. <laughs> Worth checking out if you get the opportunity. <laughs> this is going to be a wild ride this year. Yeah, anyway, as you were saying, uh, be well, don't run over Santa with your car. Yeah. 
He has places to be. Yeah, people to do. <laughs> Dildos to make. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. That is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. Of course, we love the absolute fucking shit out of you. We couldn't do this show without you. Uh, go right and hear this podcast on whatever platform you listen to. Uh, go follow us on all our shit. Um, go follow Jeff Moose. B-Town Moose. At B-Town Moose At on B-Town Instagram Moose. and Twitter. Yeah. Go follow the Mooster. Uh, hashtag bum squeezy. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody. Hashtag uh, squeeze your bum. <laughs> let's uh, let's end this fucking shit. Jeff, do you have anything you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean for real. Not this time. I just want to say, uh, be well and do unto others. It's a difficult time of the year. It's disguised as the happiest time of the year, but it can be very depressing. Uh, if you need help, reach out to a friend. Uh, you're never alone. All right, everybody. Thank you all so much. We will see you next time. Have a safe Christmas. Have a wonderful new year. And be safe. Be merry. And love the ones you love. And when life gets hard and life gets you down, you milk that motherfucking pig, people. Peace. We out. Santa Claus. Make it down. Jingle, jingle.